I guess I owe you some money then. Uh, ten dollars a scalp, if I remember correctly. Twenty. And if you don't mind, I prefer them gold eagles to paper. <laughs> Worthless dollars that is so continent. They say I support y'all out. That is so not my mental. You can keep your paper promises synonymous with the exact opposite of honest. And your keen to get apologist. I'm out of this. Peep the silver dollar in my pocket. It's as honest as my word is born. Buffett tried to knock it, but whatever. Protect the spinning power of your cheddar. And convert it into precious metals, food, guns, etc. Currently, the currency's divided to the point where we used to buy a movie, won't even buy you a joint. Still, they tell us everything is fine. Work harder, spend more, save less, free. More debt so we can print more But I'm not blind so I choose to opt out Because I know this doesn't work and never has to watch out Cause when the currency collapses and inflation starts to rocket You deserve a dummy smack if you got dollars in your pocket Paper for the state, silver if you're down 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 Paper for the state, we gon' knock that shit down Paper for the state, we gon' knock that shit down Paper for the state, we gon' knock that shit down Second shining place from the cities of the ground The economist John Maynard Keynes once wrote By this means, government may secretly and unobserved confiscate the wealth of the people, and not one man in a million will detect the theft. I believe that presented correctly, anyone can understand this system, regardless of how complex it is. So let's do a recap and break it down even more. The way the system works is that, step one, the government creates glorified IOUs. These bonds increase our national debt and put the public on the hook to pay it back. Step two, IOUs are swapped to create currency. The Treasury sells the bonds to the banks. The banks then turn around and sell our national debt at a profit to the Federal Reserve, which they probably own. The Federal Reserve then opens its checkbook that doesn't have a penny in it and buys those IOUs with IOUs that it writes, checks, on a checking account that has a zero balance. Then they give those checks to the banks and currency just springs into existence, and then the whole process repeats. This results in a buildup of bonds at the Federal Reserve and currency at the Treasury, which is really just a supply of numbers. The Treasury then deposits the numbers in the various branches of the government, and we get to step three. The government spends the numbers on promises, public works, social programs, and war. Then the government employees, contractors, and soldiers deposit their pay into the banks and we get to step four, where the banks multiply the numbers by magically inventing more IOUs through fractional reserve lending, where they steal a portion of everyone's deposit and lend it out. That currency gets redeposited and then a portion is stolen again, and the process repeats over and over, magnifying the currency supply exponentially. Then we work for some of those numbers, which brings us to step five, where our numbers are taxed. We pay tax to the IRS, who then turns our numbers over to the Treasury, so the Treasury can pay the principal plus the interest on bonds that were purchased by the Federal Reserve with a check from nothing. Then we get to step six, the debt ceiling delusion. 
The system is designed to require ever-increasing levels of debt and will eventually collapse under its own weight because politicians always kick the can down the road. They don't want it to collapse on their watch. And finally, step seven, the secret owners take their cut. The world's largest banks own the Federal Reserve. Those banks make a profit selling our national debt to the Fed. They make a profit when the Fed pays them interest on the reserves held at the Fed. And the Fed pays them a 6% dividend on their ownership of the Fed. This system is fundamentally evil. It funnels wealth from the working population to the government and the banking sector. It is the cause of the artificial booms and busts of modern economies, and it causes great disparity of wealth between the rich and the working class. And it is only possible because we no longer use real money, we use currency. But worst of all, it is a form of enslavement. Bond is the root word of bondage. Whenever a government issues a bond, it is a promise to make us pay tax in the future. Nobody asked you if you wanted to pay tax today for the prosperity we all enjoyed in the last century. Nobody is asking our children if they want to work hard in the future to pay for the prosperity we're enjoying now. George Washington once wrote to James Madison, no generation has the right to contract debts greater than can be paid off during the course of its own existence. By stealing prosperity from tomorrow so we can spend it today, we enslave ourselves and future generations. Now this all sounds pretty bad, but there is great hope, for you are the greatest threat to this false monetary system. This system relies on the public being ignorant of its workings. Please share this knowledge with everyone you know, because an informed public that fully understands the system can build a better future for generations to come. And now I leave you with this quote, widely attributed to a former director of the Bank of England. The modern banking system manufactures money out of nothing. The process is perhaps the most astounding piece of sleight of hand that was ever invented. Banking was conceived in inequity and born in sin. Bankers own the earth. Take it away from them, but leave them the power to create money and control credit, and with the flick of a pen, they will create enough money to buy it back again. Last way too fast and free as we can be Just remember we've come far How can we really get free Thinking we already are Or 
destination unknown Don't expect to come home till the king is dethroned Yeah, it's been a long time coming The truth is, humans spent a long time running from tyrants who feed us Femicide and diseases Lying through their teeth like they're fighting for peace But they're thieving Special interest politicians with agendas 21 gunshots, salute for you and then some Expect us My generation is informed Respect will end this enslavement These wars, it's yours But truth is treason if you can't believe it We the people have the power just season Wanna be treated as equals? Okay, drop all your titles But we're obsessed with these collectivist American idols I think it's time Free our minds, recognize our faults After that, you and I, we can all go cult Let's go the people in this country you gotta realize the government does not give a fuck about them. The government doesn't care about you or your children or your rights or your welfare or your safety. It simply doesn't give a fuck about you. It's interested in its own power. That's the only thing. Keeping it and expanding it wherever possible. Wherever possible. Welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding on JREV Radio and IPM Nation. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of February, 2017. So, I wanted to switch it up this week a little bit. So there was a longer intro. I want to really make this show about conversation and education. And if there's any questions y'all have about anything, or if there's any disputes you have, bring it up. You can find me at Insanity is Free on Twitter, and you can find Moment of Rage on a Facebook page. But the first song you heard was from Silver Stacks. It's called Fuck the State. And uh, I did a little bit of a different thing today. I included a clip from Mike Maloney from HiddenSecretsOfMoney.com, his Gold Silver series, where he discusses the difference between currency and money and the fact that our currency system has been created to manipulate and control us for the benefit of wealthy elites. I've watched it countless times. Actually, probably more times than necessary to get it into my head. And it's one of the things that I show people when... I want to describe to them how fucked the system is. It has a really decent uh, presentation and essentially a chart that describes the flow of loans through the system and the flow of fake money in the form of 
numbers in the computer system that generates the basis for how the elites operate. Now, this subject is too boring for a lot of people. And I get that. It's economics. You know, the fact that we have to live with so much of what this system forces us to have instead of living, like, closer to nature or some shit is one of the reasons that people have such a high-stress lifestyle because most people, you know, they ain't built to understand this shit. It isn't their... It isn't their area. And they don't want it to be their area. And nobody should. Fuck, if I could talk about literally anything else and still have a positive impact on the world, I probably would. But that video presentation, um, along with the others in the series, which, by the way, watch the whole Hidden Secrets of Money series, because if you don't understand how the currency system uh, operates and how, essentially, uh, it stole money from everybody but the elites so that we would all be put on this feeding trough of a bullshit fiat currency system then that video series will be one of the easiest if not easiest way to get into the sort of counter theory on how the economic system is run the the first video if i remember correctly was on the difference between money and currency Second video focused on the bubbles created by this currency. Third one focused on the f biggest scam perpetrated on people, which is the, uh, the existence of this system. And the fourth one outlined it. And it's been spoken well of by, by people like Ron Paul and other noted economists. And I would recommend that series to anyone. Because it lays it out so simply. But you want to know who the real gangsters are. Who the people should be afraid if they see them on their block. That's the elites. The Bilderberg group. The essentially fascists that have been dictating global policy in secret rooms away from public attention and distracting us with bullshit while, while they do it. Those are the people. Those are the real thugs. They wear suits. They don't rep a set unless you call a suit repping a set. And that's, that's the real shit. We, we live in a system controlled by people who say that they're there for our benefit and that, you know, they were once just like us. And that's what the election system is for. It's not really to decide how the country is run. If voting changed anything, it'd be illegal, as the entire cliche passed around social networks goes. 
It's more to give us the illusion that if we work real hard and and have good sound policy, that someday maybe we can influence things for the better by joining the system and reforming it from the inside. The second song you heard this morning was by the Free Knots, and it's Nowhere to Run. Similar theme to the first song, and similar theme to the Mike Maloney presentation. Because this system has a way out, but it's a very, very dangerous road. And they make it very difficult to do so. A lot of off-grid living, for instance, is illegal because they claim that your house is substandard. They claim that unless you're on the grid pulling electricity and water from their sources, that it's not good enough. And they get you to believe this shit from a really young age, like, well, if it's not FDA approved, then it's probably not safe. If it's not a registered firearm, well, that guy must be dangerous. If it's not on regulated airwaves, then be careful. It may be fake news. Um, but the system is really easy to understand when you divorce from it the consent of the people. If it seems like you can get somebody in who can change things for your benefit, then when things don't change for your benefit, or when things are still insane, you will be pretty confused. But if you start to realize that the system will operate the same way no matter who's in charge proverbially speaking, because the real people in charge are operating in secret without your consent, it makes much more sense. I don't know what the age range is for this show, but even, like, young people have the ability to wake up these days much sooner than their parents did, if they choose to. There's an information superhighway in their pocket, and most parents don't have the technical knowledge to restrict their kids' access to alternative media sites, the dangerous ones that the government hates. And children could get access to really good info if they wanted to. Children, teenagers... And the, the, the closer you get to retirement age, the more you can realize the government is fucking you over. Especially if you're growing up during the age of this mass information. But most people still find some way to be pacified. And that's the way the state wants it. The state wants you to choose between their predetermined brands of, quote, freedom, and they don't want you to think about how unfree you truly are. Their elitist, shadowy partners in the background, 
working hand in hand with every quote non governmental organization out there, doing backroom deals with corporations that you've never even heard of because you aren't looking at the connections and following paper trails. You just care about the price of goods at your local market. This is the society we live in. And it's getting worse. It's not going to get better while we do nothing. And that brings me to the central subject of what I'm going to talk about today. We recently had President's Day. And it's one of those holidays that I've grown to hate. Because, first off, as anybody who's checked out my YouTube channel, Jeremiah Talks, can tell you, I have a thing against holiday sales. Corporations using things that should matter more to people than what price they can get on goods and services, suddenly benefiting off of the existence of previous historical maladies by putting a price cut on their goods so that you flock to their stores to get marginally better prices on things. I did a video, the first video I did for my new YouTube channel uh, about Veterans Day and about how, yeah, it must feel really, really good to all of these veterans who are homeless living in the street to know that they only get one day where they get free food at a local restaurant. And to know that, yeah, they may be in real bad shape, and they may, you know, even be homeless, but at least somebody that never was over there gets a discount on a washing machine or a refrigerator. And President's Day sales are one of the sales that exist. Um... And not only does this serve as a distraction from real, authentic problems, but it also acts as positivist programming, where people won't think about the real legacy of a president. They won't give a shit. What they care about is that they get a discounted price. And that's really what it is. It's all sales. Whether the U.S. government is selling you the concept of the U.S. government, or whether they're selling you the concept of buying a product that costs a lot of money from one of their corporate sponsors. One that you probably wouldn't need if you knew how to repair your own shit. But, you know, planned obsolescence is a thing, too which I may get to a little later if I if I remember and if I have time. Because this is all unscripted, but I'm just sort of ranting while watching the Audacity program do its thing. But the idea of holidays in general is to keep you thinking that these sorts of things are normal. It's 
not a negative thing to have an oppressive government structure over you if you get the day off from work. If you're a kid and you get the day off from school, you're going to think President's Day is great, and probably your brain will cut the middle of that out and think presidents are great, you know? Give me all the presidents in the world as long as I get the day off from school. And this is the mentality fostered by this shit. The Federal Reserve creates money from nothing using, essentially, banking cartel alliances with the Mint and with trading partners. And the entire system is built to support and encourage this sort of collusion. And this is what we accept. This is the truth we accept. The IMF can destroy nations with a false sense of charity. Central banks can pop up in nations that just ditch the dollar because suddenly those dictators are the ones that are wrong. Those dictators are the ones that deserve a knife in the ass. Instead of having any real understanding or discussion of these issues, they would rather you think of the president and the powers that be as something positive. You know, forget the fact that George Washington quelled the Whiskey Rebellion after claiming to be a savior for, you know, people overburdened with taxes. Forget that most of the founders had a problem with central banks and that we have one anyway because they decided later on down the line that, you know, fuck it, we may as well. We're corrupt enough. The fact that steel trusts built a railroad across the U.S. that was encouraged by government-subsidized land and manifest destiny with wars against Indian tribes and the Mexicans that lived in California long before I popped out here. With, with Lincoln and his civil war, not for reunification, but to keep the corporation of the U.S. from dissolving into its subsidiaries like it otherwise would have. There's a hero for his first 100 days in office in his New Deal, where the new... And let's certainly ignore the idea that just after FDR kicked the bucket, we get a presidency that drops two bombs on civilian populations to, quote, end war. Well, good fucking luck with that, because when you leave that sort of legacy, you become the villain. And then we get the Vietnam War, where a bunch of corporations essentially get to test their chemicals on civilian populaces. And all under the guise of preventing the new sort of jungle warfare from taking more lives. 
And then we, quote, lose? Nah, the U.S. pulled out when they were done with the region. Desert Storm? Bill Clinton bombing a Sudanese pharmaceutical factory to distract from his secretarial cock warmer? 30,000 people died as a result of Bill Clinton's Sudanese pharmaceutical strike. It happened later, but it still happened. This is the legacy that the U.S. leaves on the world. The U.S. throws itself around for the benefit of its corporate allies and kills a bunch of people when it does and destabilizes their countries in the name of, quote, freedom and is surprised when several years later, after that factory and some other civilian areas were bombed by, I believe it was ICBMs, when planes fly into towers, theoretically an act of terrorism from Middle Eastern populations. Well, let's put aside the conspiracy for a moment that it may have been more of an inside job or that they had advanced knowledge. And let's just remember that the reason that the Mujahideen were armed in the first place and radicalized it all was because of CIA intervention for the Soviet conflict in the Afghani region. And let's also not forget that Afghanistan is now, like, the world's capital in opium. Because that's totally an Islamic tenet. Let's smoke some opium. If it seems like every conflict the U.S. tries to resolve is made worse then you're close to the right track. But the real legacy of President's Day should be that all conflicts are manufactured, whether it be directly or indirectly, by global powers who have a much greater stake in global conflict than world peace. It's why Obama can have a Nobel Peace Prize when he bombs a fuck ton of countries during his presidency, when he's the drone king. It's why Bush got to stay in office after lying a fuck ton. Because the elites knew that he, as a public face of the nation, would make the elites seem like a bunch of idiots rooting around for a solution and just going with whatever works instead of the truth that there's a shadow government, a deep state that has been operating not at the behest of the people, but at the behest of their international conglomerates, their corporate allies for a very long time. And no, the deep state is not against Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump is in the presidency because the deep state allowed it. The deep state wants people in the presidency who can stir up enough fake controversy that they can get away with all of their actions in the background while people aren't watching what they're doing. While people are distracted by a President's Day sale. While people are distracted by... <laughs> a giant rally with no clear central intent where a bunch of women and men dress up as vaginas and march on Washington, D.C. to, quote, protest Donald Trump. Well, how are you doing that, huh? What are you opposed to that you can stop by doing that? Are you just there? Because if you don't stand for some shit, there is no there there. The elites want us divided. They want us controlled. When I was starting to get into conspiracy ideas, I looked into into Alex Jones and the whole prison planet and InfoWars thing, and I didn't fully understand the terms prison planet. I just thought it was a metaphor at first. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that no, it actually is a fucking prison planet. You wake up, you go to work for somebody you hate, to buy shit you don't need, to come back to a house that you barely spend any time in, maybe some kids you almost never talk to. You know, the Fight Club monologue. And if it seems hopeless, it be it's because it is. But... It's hopeless because people aren't trying to fundamentally realize what needs to change. Prison Planet is not just a metaphor. You wake up, you think you're in your house, but you're in a cell. A prison cell. It's no different from being incarcerated on a fundamental level. You walk out of your room, out of your house, when the time is right, when you're about to go to your job, or when you're about to go off to some legally sanctioned fun. You walk into hallways, that are streets, corridors controlled by government officials, the guards and the wardens. These streets are totally controlled. They say they're yours. They say that's why they get to steal from you. 
but they're controlled. The government claims ownership over the roads. That's why you have to follow their rules when you're on them, and if you don't, they get to steal yet more of your money. All of these streets have cameras on them. And where a camera can't access, a phone camera is probably pointed. Or will soon be pointed when the CIA-affiliated Pokemon Go app is finally weaponized like it's supposed to be. And... You carry around a GPS, a fucking ankle bracelet, in your pocket. You carry around an audio recorder on that GPS, in your pocket. You think you're free, try saying some DHS block list words with that thing in your pocket, maybe even with some audible intent. And you wander around with this GPS anklet that you voluntarily agree to use for whatever reason. Fitness, music, social networks. And you go to work. You buy pre-approved food and goods from the local superstore whatever that is for you. You don't break the laws, you don't make a whole lot of noise, and you try and keep as quiet as possible so the fuzz doesn't get on you. You don't make too much noise or say something that could get you hurt by the authorities. You don't hide anything in your house or your cell that the authorities wouldn't approve of. You don't diss the authorities in public, in the hallways, in the yard, or sacrifice possibly uh, a few of your bones. It's all a very rigidly controlled system. The only difference between jail and, quote, freedom is that when you're in jail, you know you're in jail. It's very hard to delude yourself and think you're free if you're in jail. But if you're out in the American public, you get to look at all of the shit you can do. All the shit you can be distracted by. The President's Day sales, whatever. And you get to say, gee, isn't it great we live in the land of the free? Instead of realizing that you're being fundamentally controlled, you're being fundamentally manipulated. These people are not your allies. They're your wardens. They hold the key to the cell they put you in when you were born. When they distributed to you, before you could consent, 
a tracking and taxing number. When they got your parents to consent on your behalf to your citizenship to a nation that you had no part in building. When they raise you up with the imported Prussian school system to believe all of their lies are true simply because they said so. When they give you a free lunch, which there is no such thing as a free lunch, but it's not something you learn when you're young, and a ton of familiar cartoon faces to tell you exactly what the government wants you to hear. To let you toe the line and nothing more, nothing less. To teach you the fundamentals of reading and writing along with the propagandized version of history so that while your brain develops, it develops to think cognitively dissonant. And while this entire system operates fundamentally to keep you under the impression that if you disagree with the government, you fail the test of life. The child who asks why in class is the child who gets hammered down the hardest. The child who speaks out against some stupid thing the teacher seems to be saying. Or just some stupid way things are. That child is the one to get hammered down. They don't want you. They want another one of them. They just want a subservient form so that you can wander around like the mindless drone they need to be a tax cattle just like every other good American citizen. And you're encouraged, if you see something, say something. Don't do anything. You see somebody getting bullied, don't stop the bully. Don't put that bully in his place. That might encourage you to stop a cop from bullying somebody when, they're, when you're an adult. Instead, just talk to the principal. Talk to the cop. Talk to the cop's superior officer. Don't be Bradley Manning and leak documents. Talk to your superiors if you see something like that and wait for them to push it up the chain of command so that absolutely nothing can happen and business can be conducted as normal as it always would have been had you just shut the fuck up and watched the abuse happen. Snitch on your parents. You see them growing pot? so that they can treat you and your uh, your compulsive seizures? Well, that's a dangerous Schedule One narcotic. You better turn those motherfuckers in. They're practically a cartel. Unless it's our pre-prescribed bullshit pill, unless it's the one prescribed by Pfizer, they're not allowed. Our doctors... Our scientists, our mindset, and if you don't like it, you can leave.
That's the excuse they give, see. You consent by virtue of simply being here and remaining where you are. Don't question anything. Do what you're told. Shut the fuck up. That's what they want. And it all starts with their compulsory funding services. It all starts with the idea that centralizing shit can work to the benefit of anyone but the elites. It all starts with the idea that you aren't just a bad American but a bad person if you don't do what they say. And then, when you're an adult, or even approaching adulthood, the cool thing is to ignore shit. You know, I'm not a nerd. That's an insult still. It didn't stop just because of shit like the Big Bang Theory. That's just a non-comedy where people laugh at predis predetermined times at something that's ultimately not funny at all. It's all a control mechanism. They incentivize you to not think above a certain level, because once you think above that certain level, you realize that all the people who operate on that higher level would rather control you than have you control yourself. The smartest among us? Well, let's shuttle them off to the NSA or the CIA. Have them run logistics for the Army or the Navy. We need DARPA people, so let's prey on the people who seem to be fairly good at managing their Little League baseball team and who get decent math grades. It's all a churned-out system. You ask people to name 15 presidents, they probably couldn't. In fact, Mark Dice, if for some reason you're listening to this, do that as some sort of project to commemorate President's Day one year, just see if people can name 15 presidents. Literally less than a third of the, uh, of the, the current presidents at this point. Most people, I strongly doubt, could do it. But they know exactly when the next President's Day sale is because they have marked it on their calendars or programmed it into their phones or hell <laughs> just asked Google when President's Day is so that their phone can automatically serve them the latest President's Day ads and they don't even have to think like one of those experiment rats pushing a button to get a pellet of food and continuing to push the button even when the pellet didn't come out I saw this interesting Facebook post <laughs> where it was like a person saying, and it was like one of those images, so like it wasn't like somebody I know, uh, although I have an, a lot of extremely smart Facebook friends, um, but it was somebody saying, 
I heard about Pavlov's dog when I dog dogs when I was in uh, elementary school, and I thought stupid dogs just drooling for a bell, and then the bell rang, and we went to lunch. That's exactly what they've done to us. They've turned us into programmed cattle who don't think about the ramifications of the presidency. We just think about the discount we can get on some bullshit at a store. And when we're not thinking about that, we're distracted by the latest thing. You know, don't think about... Don't think about Bill Clinton sucking... Getting his cock sucked too much. He might bomb another factory. Maybe a hundred thousand people die this time. Oh, Obama is responsible for an extreme spike in drone usage and the establishment of several central banks in countries that would have been better off ditching the dollar and the entire dirty OPEC banking cartel. Best to have Beaver pissing a bucket in the back of a restaurant. That'll piss people off enough that they'll stop being angry at the government. Well, not me. And hopefully, not my audience either. I don't... I don't know how many of you I know. But what I do know is this. The more of you start thinking about things under the terms of an extremely malicious secret group of people who don't give a fuck about you except as to what you can provide them as the cattle they, wa they want you to be and the sheep they raised you to be. The closer you will be to realizing the true impact of the dire system we participate in and the profound implications it has on your life. Because when you start realizing that every choice you make is predetermined, designed by governments and corporations to make sure that you fall in line every single time, even if you pick Coke today instead of Pepsi because of a boycott, that it's all just another link in the shackled chain gang that is global empire. You are the people overseas that get bombed. You're just so disconnected from it that you don't even think about it. Oh, another ton of people dead well, that just happens every Tuesday, doesn't it? Flip to the next channel so that we can watch what the Kardashians are doing. But that's the idea. If they can get you to not give a shit about what they do, then it doesn't matter that they don't give a shit about you. Because it's mutual apathy. It's the destruction of the soul. 
Because if you don't have compassion and empathy for people in a genuine way, not some fake bullshit, I'm being nice for the purpose of being nice way, then you won't realize that the boot that's on their neck today could be on your neck tomorrow. The martial law that they've trained on brown people overseas, that's going to come home in the form of military-trained police officers that will stomp down your streets and kick down your doors and fuck up you and your family because you were too busy thinking that th those deaths didn't matter and your life does. And that's why we have so many refugees, too. Just thought I'd say that. We don't need walls. We need connection. We need to realize that the people we've learned to shun are the same as us, and we need to realize that the people that we've learned to trust have been fucking us over this whole goddamn time. That's the only way forward, and if anybody tells you different, they're an informant whether they realize it or not, and you should shun them from your life like the fed they are, or at the very least, talk to them and try to convince them and help them understand that the way that they've been acting is exactly in line with the way that the elites want them to. Exactly the way that the elites have trained them to be. The puppets on strings doing exactly what they're told. And with that... I guess I'll sign off. This has been Moment of Rage, available on journalisticrevolution.com and ipmnation.com. Journalistic Revolution at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and IPM at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I guess, to play us out, I'll have... Yeah. Yeah. I'll have Immortal Techniques 1% from his latest album, The Martyr. That's a good fitting end of this show. This is Jeremiah Harding with Moment of Rage tuning out. You get up and howl about America and democracy. There is no America. There is no democracy. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies. The world is a college of corporations, inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business. And I have chosen you to preach this evangel. For all my free market healthcare, robbing stock, stealing retirement, fun fucker with niggas. Fuck your little credit card scam and jewelry stealing, crack selling, liquor store robbing motherfuckers. <laughs> Shout to the homies, Carnegie, OG, Willie Randolph Hearst, Baruch, Rockefeller, the real Rockefeller, my main bitch, Leona, bought a little Louis XIII, Scott Rothstein, Jack Abramoff, hold your head, my yeah. Rothschild niggas, let's uh, get this money. I 
Spend my day pepping America overseas Pension for the workers, nigga please Embezzlement, etiquette, private settlement I'm better with confederate rhetoric From my mansion in Connecticut Foreclosure that close out the tenement I twist words like a speech impediment I hope you got good credit, bitch If not, better get a new job with benefits While I play golf with niggas and get cheddar with New money buys brand new carrots My old money bunch of great grandparents You got grills in your mouth, I ain't mad at ya I own every gold mine in South Africa Thanks baby, you made me a billion Plus I own a building But each one of my children's children That's the shit Snort coke in the whip, miss USA sucking my dick Yeah, what? Fuck the law, cause real jailers for suckers I go to country club prison, you dumb motherfuckers I am the one percent In my pockets for a few hundred G's So if I'm ever in court My assets are never free I got a job and a house and a bank account When I'm out, I doubt that's something you can say And if not, then a fake death like Kenneth Lay Make money every day the world burns on its access Why y'all struggling to pay taxes? I'm getting my money the fastest Memos and faxes, shredded up documents Slush funds through the corrupt continents But they don't want me indicted Cause they don't want my dirty laundry aired when I fight it Don't get my lawyers excited Cause what good is a law if you can't rewrite it? I got CIA traders, dictators So fuck y'all whistleblowers and haters <laughs> Shit Money from Al Qaeda in the bank. 9/11 widows go too late to capitalism's who I pray to fuck the state of the world. Money talk, so what the fuck I need to say to your girl? I don't pay him to fuck. I pay him to leave. You know my CEO corporate Steve's greed. I treat countries like the IMF down on your knees. Real gangsters run the world. Fuck what you believe. I cut down the forest while y'all niggas burning some. I get your family murdered for a couple of G's Cause your working class money ain't fucking with me You think rappers are rich cause of songs you heard? My labels make some money and haven't rapped the fucking word Yacht in the ocean coasting with the sails out Hey America, thanks for the bailouts I made off at the Banco Ambrosiano Got away scot-free like El Vaticano Activist, active bitch, get mad at me Cause I'm a tax-free charity 80% to the staff and company And 20% to the homeless and hungry The country gotta pay the Fed Reserve Kick back to the banksters, haven't you learned? You protest cops and patrols on the street But I bought city hall so I own the police Email, Facebook, and the shit you tweet On the phone company so I heard you speak my suggestion is no correction, no election Sex with no affection, no invention To benefit the world, a man will exist Till I got the money in my hand World Bank, interest rate, damn rape on a spot But I'm a gangster, you gon' take my money Like it or not, nigga I got your country in my pocket, motherfucker You know my CEO, Masonic Steve's cheese Only little people pay 